if somebody's inviting you to things and you keep saying no, like they, they likely are going to stop. So mm -hmm. even saying to them like, oh no, not right now because, or no, this week's a little, a little full for me, but please keep inviting me. I would really yes. love to do this. It just like right may now, not, not work all the time. So being mm -hmm. super clear with clear. the intention and desire for that. Welcome to Amplify. We are here to help you own your truth, use your voice, and stand out as the most unapologetically aligned, abundant, and authentic version of you so that you can make a big impact in the world doing what sets your soul on fire. Because you and I, we are meant to stand the F out. I'm your host, Lauren Salon, and I'm a public relations and marketing expert, entrepreneur, speaker, former on-air entertainment host and past professional fitness competitor and health coach. And several times per week, I'll be bringing you epic guest conversations and solo episodes along with the tools, tricks, and tips that you need in order to step into your power, own your purpose, and stand out in the world as the most vibrant version of you. Because I believe that the more you you are in the world, the more successful and fulfilled you will be. So what do you say? Are you ready? Let's get amplified because blending in is bullshit. In this panel episode, I'm joined by some of my best friends in the entire world. Taylor Simpson, Jess Glazer, Samantha Kazuch, Jen Kennedy, and Melissa Martin. I love these women with my entire heart and soul, and I am so grateful to call them my chosen sisters. We recorded this episode while we were in Tulum together, and all of us get asked all the time, how did we find such aligned, conscious, supportive, fun, successful friends? Where did we find our soul tribe? How do we cultivate and strengthen these relationships, especially since we are all so busy and we all live all over the country and sometimes even the world? So in this episode, we talk about all of that, about the power of conscious sisterhood, how a strong support system will help you in your life and your business, how to find your tribe, and so much more. This episode is raw, real, and vulnerable, and I hope you love it. Hello from Tulum, Mexico. We are sitting here with an amazing group of business impact driven women. And the really fun thing is that we weren't all a part of each other's lives just one year ago. We've all cultivated this amazing friendship that not only do we lift each other up in business, but also in life and whatever it is that is going on in our lives. And so this morning we have Jen Kennedy, Melissa Martin, Samantha Kazooch, Lauren Salon, Taylor Simpson, and Jess Glazer. And we are so excited to talk to you about a couple things. Number one is how do you find women like this to be a part of your life on many different levels? How do you cultivate a friendship with people who, who add to your life and lift you up? But then also, how do you start to set boundaries and say goodbye to people who are actually doing the complete opposite and not serving you and not allowing you to live into your purpose and the reason why you're here on this planet. So I want to warn you before we dive in that you're going to be hearing some cars, maybe some birds, maybe some 
maybe some yells in foreign language. We are sitting outside. We'll paint you the picture. We all have coffee. Well, some of us have coffee and we are sitting outside of our Airbnb in Tulum. And so ignore the background noise. It's a part of it. It's adding to it. And so we'll just dive in with, I guess, guys, let's start off with how in order to really truly cultivate a friendship in relationships with like this, with people who lift us up in life and business and our relationships and our spiritual journey, how do you, how, how has all of us said goodbye to the people who haven't? Because in order to open up space for this right here, we had to do some work to open up the space for this. I'll go. So this is Melissa. So I think for me, like it really came down. The first step for me was just self-awareness and just really noticing how I was starting to feel in some of my relationships and where I wasn't being fully honest with myself about the value exchange of where I was at and the things that I valued and maybe compromising a little bit on what my values were as they evolve over time, you know, because I'd been friends with this person for a really long time. But if I got honest with myself, I started to notice things that just were happening in the context of a relationship that were out of my value system. So things like gossip, things like drama, negative energy, that as I started to do my own work, I started to notice became like less in alignment, I guess yeah. you could say. So for me, the first step in cultivating amazing female relationships was becoming highly aware mm -hmm. of how I was feeling in the energetics of the people that were already in my mm -hmm. life and noticing like what felt good and what didn't, and then taking ownership for making those shifts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're so, all so much more spiritually aware now, like aware of ourselves, I guess. Like, how did you know that you weren't aware? Like that you weren't like there? I think, well, I started realizing that I was unhappy. Like I just, I knew that like things in my life weren't working. I wasn't mm -hmm. feeling happy. I wasn't excited. I wasn't fulfilled. And I think the old me would have tried to blame my friends mm -hmm. or blame my partner for the reason why I was unhappy. But I started to see like the same patterns repeat, like the same girlfriend would like not the actual same, but like the same archetype, the same type of person kept showing up in my life over and over. Mm -hmm. And I started to realize like, okay, that I'm the common denominator, mm. right? So if I really want things to change, it's not about changing, you know, my girlfriends per se, it's about what am I attracting yeah. and how can I take ownership for that? Yeah. yeah. Something, yeah. this is Lauren, something for me that was like a, a, a sad but transitional moment early in my entrepreneurial journey. I was like hustling, building my business. And this was when I was building a network marketing business and noticed that a lot of my friends from maybe high school, college, that sort of thing were not supportive yes. and, and not willing to, you know, it doesn't have to look exactly how I want it to look, that kind of support and stuff like that, but we're almost like resistant or like, uh, against or antagonist antagonistic with with what i was doing and so realizing oh this is like even though like that person was like in my wedding or we were best friends for this long or whatever it was realizing friendships like certain relationships certain friendships are not meant to last forever yeah you know mm -hmm. like there's certain chapters and seasons and lessons that we get from certain relationships yeah. so being able to have you know look back on those relationships with love and compassion and also be able to let go of them in the present was a yeah. big um, lesson that also like it has sadness to it and I think a lot of freedom too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Taylor here and it, it 
like those kind of relationships to allow you to see like what was the gift in it mm -hmm. like why was that person in my life even if it was 10 years 20 years like what what was the reason what were they teaching me this whole contract that they were meant to be my life for and looking as a gift and say no we agreed to be friends during this time period whether whatever you taught me appreciate that and thank you self contracts over yeah. which allows you to then hold space for welcoming someone new to replace that that energy because we can only hold so much yeah. for a newer aligned person mm. yeah. yeah samantha here for me it was i was the odd person out every yeah. my whole entire big circle group of friends were all you know they're either doctors, lawyers, they had corporate jobs, they were getting married, having kids. And I'm over mm -hmm. here, entrepreneur. And every time I would even have like a launch or create a new digital product or something like that, you know, I'd kind of tell people about it and they'd just be like, oh, that's so cute. And I was like, oh, by the way, Johnny Boy did this and blah, 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 getting married over here. Like I just had no, I could never have conversations about what I was doing and I didn't have that support. And it just felt like no one almost like took like me seriously. Like I'm like, oh, when's Sam gonna like grow up and get yeah, a job? Yeah. Yeah. And join yeah. the club of like yeah. getting married and yeah. all of that. So for me, that's when I woke up and I was like, I don't want anything that what you guys are doing. Yeah. I'm on this path of yeah. like I know what I can create. Yeah. And that's when I, I literally picked up, changed my life and actually moved out of that city and started yeah. over. Wow. That was my yeah. second time. Yeah. Like you physically had to leave. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just here. So I think one of the things also is just, there are certain people that we're all talking about kind of like walking away, leaving, letting go, but yeah. then there are certain people that kind of sort of stay in your life. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was like setting the expectation, my own, my energetic boundaries. So when I'm yeah. going to be with that person or those people for a weekend, I go into it knowing like, okay, so this weekend we might talk about the glory days in high school and I can't get mad or triggered, mm -hmm. but like, that is what I do with these people. Yes. And I'm going to love on them so for good. that. And then when I leave, like, I can't be angry if we didn't have these higher level conversations because yes. then I have women like you yeah. that my intention here is very, very different. So for yeah. me, there are still people in my life that I am still connected to yeah. where mm -hmm. I just have to set myself up when mm -hmm. I go into it. And I'm like, yeah. okay, this is what it's going to be. And that's okay. And yeah. that's what we do together. And that's how I love them. And that's how I'm going to spend my energy. And time. I mm -hmm. absolutely agree with that. Yeah. Cause I, I, this is Lauren. I had, yeah. Friendships that you're like, oh, but I, I love these people mm -hmm. so much and I absolutely want them in my life. And when I'm with them, I notice that like, yeah, we're not having those same kind of deep conversations yeah. that really energize me and like yeah. support me in moving forward, whether that's business, personal, spiritual, you name it. But like, you don't want, like, you don't have to cut everyone sure. out of your life. Yes. It's not like yes. helping you get forward. Right. Yeah. And, and same with what Taylor said as well, like seeing the gift in these relationships and what they add to you because it's yeah. it can be like oh time to just like be silly and yeah. play and yeah. laugh and giggle and unplug and that's mm -hmm. great and for myself like I knew there were certain friends that I would love having that time with and if I spent too much time mm -hmm. with them again my own boundaries nothing bad was happening in these relationships but if I spent too much time I would be like ah crap like I should have one of those nights I should have stayed home and worked or I should have yeah. done xyz and so it was recognizing what boundaries were supportive for me and being like, okay, with these friends or this group, like yeah. it's twice a week max, mm -hmm. you know? And then I say no, because then I will feel guilty for my own right. boundaries. Yeah. yeah, that was exactly how it was. Like I realized that there were certain groups of people, friends, family, everything that, that 
serve a different role yes. in my life. Like I don't want to talk about business 24 seven. Mm-hmm. That would be exhausting. I'm a human first. And so I have friends that I don't go talk about business yep. and I have friends and mm-hmm. even us, like how long have we been together now? Four or five days. Mm-hmm. If I'm even count keeping track, you're <laughs> like, no, it's been one. No clue. We have not, we have not taught, we made maybe one business conversation yeah. that we've had maybe, you know, and so it's, it's important to know that like many people in your life, they're not, they're not meant to have those conversations and you're not meant to have those conversations all the time. Like you're not meant to talk about the glory days of high school and live in the past 24 seven, but you're also not meant to talk about your you know spiritual or business journey 24 mm-hmm. seven. And so yeah, those boundaries are, are great for everyone mm-hmm. because a lot of the people that if you want them in your life, it's not fair to expect that sure. your high school friends or your college friends can actually understand what it means to build a business. And and we often have this like expectation of, oh, well, you're my friend, so you should care and you should want to do this. But it's like, no, they, they don't know what mm-hmm. life is like, just like you don't know what it's like to be a lawyer. Yeah. And so having those those conversations or those boundaries or setting those expectations is really important. So this is Melissa. So how do you set those expectations? Cause I'm sure there's some people listening going, okay, that's great. But mm-hmm. like, I have expectations of how I want to show up in a friendship. Right. And I would expect for my friends to treat me the same. Cause I know for me personally and in, in female or any relationship, really not just female relationships, like I have an expectation of how I would show up in the relationship of like mm. how I would communicate or how I would support or how I would want to spend time together. And then I, I know for me, I've got caught up in the cycle of expecting the same in return mm. and not getting it and then feeling like hurt by that. Right. So I think in the context of personal really mm-hmm. uh, like romantic relationships, maybe it's a little bit easier for you to communicate your expectations. Right. Cause you're in that container. But like when it comes to female friendships, how do you talk about how you like expect to be supported or how you want yeah. to be supported? Yeah. I, I think it's like, just like you would in a romantic relationship. Like if you, if, if it's a conscious friendship, right? There's some friendships where you couldn't have that conversation because the person wouldn't receive it, but it's like, oh no, like, you know, it, it could go set or unsaid, but it's almost one of those things like, Hey, I want to support you in this thing. What can I do to support you? Mm. And then naturally, if you ask how you can support someone, they're going to usually say, great, like in the future, how can I support you? And if it's not there, yeah. that's where if you have the concert's friendship to have that conversation of like, hey, I'm feeling a little drained. I'm feeling like this is one-sided. Like, yes. is this a story I'm telling myself? Is this real? Um, and that person might just never have been in a conscious relationship where it's an equal balance. It could be a wound from not being an equal balance. And so for me, it's like having a conversation just like I would with a romantic partner. Yeah. And again, some people won't get that and which is fine. Um, personally, I just, I don't have those people in my life just as energetic for like reasons, but yeah, like you just kind of have to have the conversation. That's yeah. what we were talking about this morning. Like yeah. what was it? An expectation is a promise that was never made or a yeah. promise that was never broken. Yeah. Like you're, it's not, it's communication. So mm-hmm. if you have an expectation that you haven't actually voiced, yeah. like that's on you. And I think also just like reading the room energy, like you can tell if someone's like disinterested in what you're talking about. And if you're babbling on and on about something and they're like starting to slip away, you're like, oh, right. Okay. Back to you. What's going on? How can I support you? Exactly. Like, what do you need from me? Yeah. And I think that's really, that's huge. But expectations are tricky. Don't assume someone's Mm -hmm. going to support you back. That's like, you know, assumption hangover is like the worst way to like, go about things because if you expect them to do something or you assume that they heard you or you assume they're thinking the same way as you, right? A month, days, whatever go by, 
and they don't meet that, it's like only a loss for you. For you. Yeah. They, yeah. they don't know. So it's yeah. not fair to them mm -hmm. to not know. Yeah. That's where the communication comes in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I also think though that like, if you, I think, you know, like there are some people like, you know, some of my really good friends that I, I, I would never have a conversation of expectation around like, I need you to support me in my business mm -hmm. or my relationship because they don't have the ability to support me in my business or my relationship. Mm -hmm. And so those people, yeah. I love them. We've gone through every single phase of life together. And that just means that I see them three, four times a year. And when I do, like, it's, it's a great time. It's a lot of fun. And we just, we just, we just have fun. That's it. You know? And so some people, I, I don't even know, maybe one person I've had the conversation of, of something along the lines of like, Hey, I really don't feel aligned with gossiping with about people. So like, I'm just not going to do that anymore. Like that was like a one conversation I've had, but everyone else is just kind of natural. But I'm like, all right, so you are for the purpose of this friendship is this yeah. the perfect like, and it's just kind of that thing that I think that we just know mm -hmm. and the people that haven't served me at all or don't serve me anymore. They're just, they're just not in my life anymore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Samantha here. And what I kind of started doing over the last couple of years. So when I moved new friends, I was kind of more conscious of the people I was surrounding myself with at this point. And yeah, of course I had some friends that still weren't entrepreneurs and stuff like that when I moved. But what I did start doing is I, I tapped into, okay, what's the energy when I do hang out with them? And I noticed some of these friends, amazing women, just different life paths. Um, so there were times where I could hang out with them or couldn't hang out with them because I didn't want to tap into that energy. But what I also noticed started happening is as I started talking more about my spirituality or they would see the stuff I would post on Instagram over the past couple of years, they've shifted mm -hmm. and learned into that as well. Mm -hmm. So I had some of the golf, some girlfriends that never dabbled into spirituality, the feminine, masculine, all that sort of stuff. But now today they're completely different. Mm -hmm. They're the ones now that when I do have a launch, they come over, bring me flowers, congratulate me, support me. Like they're just completely different. So sometimes it does take time time for mm -hmm. people to just wake up. It's yeah. like waking up that consciousness level and just send them love and sometimes just sprinkling that stuff into the conversations too. So for example, a couple of my girlfriends had even asked me, you know, just about my business and everything like that. And I just like dropped in and I was like, yeah, well, you know, I, I needed more support with my business and just to have these conversations about business. So that's why I joined a mastermind so I can make new, new friends to help support me through this. And then they were like, oh, well, well, we could have more conversations about that. Yeah. Like, you know, so it's just even just like having the conversation, yeah. the yes. communication. Yeah. Is yeah. But not having the expectation mm -hmm. that they're going exactly to, cause I mean, mm -hmm. I've had friends now that are like, wait a second, hold on. What do you do? And like, and now years later, yes. right. mm -hmm. but if I, two years ago would have been like, God, I just need you to come along with me. I need uh -huh. you to understand. Mm -hmm. Then it's, it's not healthy. That's, that's, that's not healthy yeah. at all. And mm -hmm. so just, just knowing that the right people will, will come with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And having faith that you're then gonna make other friends yeah. along the way. Yeah, we've mm -hmm. we've touched on like feeling feeling the energy of how how you feel when you're around certain people people whether that's in the moment or afterwards. I would love if like we could all share kind of how we feel that because so many people I think who maybe are less in tune with with mm -hmm. that kind of stuff are like, okay, cool. That sounds like yeah. And how do I like feel the energy of of these people like and the effect it has on me mm. um and I, I know for me it's like yeah in the moment like what do i tend to think about like that kind of stuff am i present all of that and then afterwards is it 
are you feeling energized and relaxed or mm. like a little anxious and stuff like that? What do you guys yeah definitely like, like, how you, like, like body to that energy? Yeah, yeah. Like I can I can sense like immediately if it's going to be like a matching frequency conversation, um, and then when you like it's like in my gut or in my heart right and then not from a place of like judgment like i need to leave this conversation because they're below me it's like oh we're going to talk about the weather which is fine but i'm going to talk about it for five minutes or like anything else honor that and then leave the conversation in like a, a loving graceful way um but yeah for me it's definitely like my gut or my heart will know immediately on like okay which direction this is going and you know love whichever direction it goes yeah. but then leave when i feel called to and not like mm -hmm. have to explain myself why I'm leaving yeah. a conversation. Yeah. Well, I think go that people pleasing. Yeah. 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 So, like, you know, ending the conversation just like a relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I definitely get like body feels of like comfort and safe container where it's mm -hmm. like I can share and I can be myself and there's no judgment and like that guilt and shame kind of lifts. And then in the head, it's more excitement inspired, higher thought levels, higher questions, um, ideas, definitely like that stuff mm -hmm. pops in feeling like alive afterwards mm -hmm. versus drained yeah totally yeah. or burdened oh my gosh for sure light like i'm not carrying anything mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know i like to carry stuff and i love what you said taylor about like being like being okay leaving the conversation and jenny yeah. mentioned like the yeah. getting over your people pleaser because that's something that I, I always feel like such a freak and we probably all do in a certain way of like when you just say like no like mm. a strong no or being like you know what i think i'm done talking about this and then you go on to a new conversation which is so weird because no There's people no, like, don't tie. normally do that yeah. it's like yeah. you like stick it out and you go through these conversations that you might be like Ugh, like when is this gonna end but it's like the moment i feel that switch i'm like oh i'm disconnecting and i don't have patience anymore okay i think i'm done let's yeah. talk about something yeah. else like you can have those boundaries yeah. and say no or ask to talk about something else or switch yeah. what you know whatever you need and yeah. i think it's also a fine balance too with like having compassion for someone else and listening you know being yeah. a good listener and holding space for other people mm -hmm. so it's yeah, only it's like disservicing the other person too if you stay like in the relationship or in the conversation that it, like if you're not fully in it if you're like pretending to be like 80 percent and you're like, well, I don't want to leave and like hurt their feelings. Really, you're actually like making yeah. it worse. People yeah. feel you by being... dumping your 80% energy yeah. onto them. When in the end, it's it's better for everyone to be like, oh, mm. like, yeah. you know, there's a win-win if I walk away in like a graceful way. Because mm -hmm. if I stay here, it's only going to enable them mm -hmm. to continue to to be in like a lower frequency. Yeah, mine's I. It's my gut always knows, right? Like, and it's, it's less of the conversation and it's more of what gets on my calendar. Like I always say, like, if, if, if there's something on my calendar and I look at it and it's not a hell yes, then it needs to be an absolute no. Yeah. Like it needs to be gone or I need to then set the boundary before it ever gets on my calendar. Like mm -hmm. I always say my time is the most, it's the one thing that we can never get back ever yes. mm -hmm. and we can never buy more of it. And yes. so it's the most precious thing on this planet. And so my calendar, my time is only filled with people who really do lift me up and like lift my energy up and then mm -hmm. are a match for me. Mm -hmm. And that will make me like happier, more fulfilled, everything. It's just, so if, if somebody invites me to a party and my, my gut is like, uh, then it's a hell no. Yeah. Even if my husband wants to go, I'm like, go without me. That's okay. Yeah. But if it's on my calendar, I'm like, yes, I'm so excited about that, that I, that I need to be there. And then I just have the conversations with the people that align at the time. Yeah. I, don't have a, I don't have a hard time being like, yeah, I'm going to go find my husband or like, I'm going to go to the bathroom and like, mm -hmm. I'm just going to go out front and just take a breath of fresh air. Mm -hmm. um, but it's really just like monitoring 
that on my calendar. Like if, if I get invited to a baby shower of somebody who I went to high school with, but like I see it on my calendar and I'm like, oh, yeah, you got anxiety about that, huh? I yeah. can't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like that right there. If I'm it's like, I'm like, oh, it's a baby shower. Like we're doing this. Yes. Okay, great. Then I like, even if I air quotes should, should. go because she's been in my life for 15 years. I, I say no and I send a gift if I want to and then that's it. And guess what? They typically get pissed, but I'm like, all right, well, guess what? I guess this is just going to be the end of that. Like, I'm okay with that. Like I'm, I'm not going to a wedding or a baby shower or anything just because I should. It's like, am I, does this light me up? If it doesn't light me up, then it's a hell no. Yeah. I love that. And, I love yeah. that you shared that right there. Like the, this, this goes back into like the boundaries thing and you know, to the earlier point, like for me, when I walk in a room, like there are just certain people that you meet that you're just like, you feel like it's like a soul recognition. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I've known you forever. You're like, hi, oh my God, I'm so excited to talk to you. And then there's other people where you're like, okay, check the box. There's like, literally we're dead fish. There's nothing here. Cold fish, <laughs> like, like, right? It's like, it's just like cold fish. Like there's just nothing. Right. But cold, cold um, or dead. Cold. Yeah. Yeah. Cold, yeah. Dead. cold and cold dead. dead. Sounds disgusting. <laughs> so, I don't want like, those just, But you know what I'm talking about? It's just kind of like, okay, Flat. like, Flat. Yeah. so the one thing, one thing is, I think in those situations, it's having knowing like good transitional phrases of like, okay, I'm really excited. Uh, I'm glad we had this conversation. There's so many other people here that I'm excited to meet. So I'm gonna go have another great conversation. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your time. Like yes. no, like having some good transitions, mm-hmm. and or knowing question, like asking better questions can oftentimes help you lead to a deeper connection. So instead of just talking about the weather, like, what are you excited about right now? Tell me something that you're navigating through. Like what, what is something that most people don't know about you? It can act, mm-hmm. can help. Like if you're in you're a so situation where yeah, I'm like, I try not to judge a book by its cover. But and sunny goodbye. To, to your point, to your point, Jen, about like, <laughs> boundaries and saying yes to things that you really want to say no to like weddings and birthdays and and like those types of things. I also think too, like being able to communicate the why behind why you're not going is so Mm. powerful. And number one, it it allows you to use your voice and like create a boundary for yourself, but it also mirrors to the other person Mm -hmm. why. So they're not in their head thinking you don't love me. You don't support me. What did I do? Like, you're such a jerk. Why didn't you come to my birthday? You know, so I'll use it. I'll use a real life example again, self-awareness, like whenever we have our mastermind meetups, Mm -hmm. it's a big energetic investment. You're around 45, 50 people. You're having really deep conversations. You're being stretched personally. So I know for me on the front end and the back end, I need more space in my calendar, right? Mm -hmm. For rest. And I had, uh, we had a mastermind meeting come up and one of my friends who for me personally, when I'm in her energy requires more energy from me, Mm -hmm. right? asked me to come for the weekend to stay with her. And I had to really sit in it. Like the immediate answer was no, but then of course you get in your head and you're like, oh, like I, I don't want to hurt this person's feelings or whatever. So I had to really sit in it. And then I had to explain to her why it was a no. Yeah. And I had to say, thank you so much for the invitation. I appreciate you. And mm-hmm. I have this thing coming up and it's going to require a lot of energy. So what would feel the best for me right now is to stay home and find another time where I can be fully present with you. So I'm communicating to her that if I say yes, I'm not going to be fully present with you. And one of my core values and my friendships is to be present. So if I say yes to you, not only will I not be present with you and that will dishonor our friendship, but I won't be energized for me and that dishonors my needs. So just like being able to explain to someone like, Hey, it's the first day of my period. I don't feel good. Like I need some self-care. 
I'm, you know, I'm, so I'm going to not be at your baby shower, but I would love to spend some one-on-one time where we can connect and I can celebrate you in a place where I can feel. So I think like that helps the container so much because then the other person's not feeling like butthurt that you like diss them. Yeah. <laughs> right. you get them permission to do the same. Like, right. I remember the yeah. first right. time someone did like did that for me, right? Not to me, for me. Yeah. I was like, well, that's an interesting like feeling. Like, <laughs> feeling. like I feel like I should be like judging you and hurt, but I'm like, but I well, can't. that was like super empowering. <laughs> yeah. And that was when, like when you had those moments, those gifts, I like to say, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you can do that. Yes. You can say no to things and like share, like it's because you're being selfless, not selfish. Yes. And like, so in the end, it's like, it might trigger people, but just like I received that gift from whatever that was of like, oh no, like it's an option. It's an it's option. Like, like and so it's, you really do give yeah. that person a gift. And if they're triggered and don't see the gift, right? Again, it kind of goes back to square one of right. like, okay, like noted that you yeah. don't, understand that which is cool but in the end like I'm all about like paying it forward like tools like that and so really like you're actually giving yourself a gift as well as a massive gift to them they've never heard someone say that before yeah well and you're getting out of the vibration of guilt yeah yeah and shame which is like hello right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I love what Melissa said with you know saying if it's a no for that context but you still are interested in that relationship and that connection saying like oh yeah because i with a new Mm -hmm. friend last year got invited to like birthday party like out at a club and i'm like not at all this is a hard no hard no i'm in my 30s we don't i don't go club like twice a year okay and right we cross one off the list for the year <laughs> she's like i'm at my quota for the year 2021 put it on my calendar yeah. but, but saying like and i literally said this to her oh like that sounds so much fun thank you for inviting me but i would love to like actually grab coffee with you directly so we can get to know each yeah. other not be at a loud bar yeah. with like a bunch of strangers where you're going to be like you know, center of attention, talking to tons of people. And I would be like, oh, okay, cool. Bye. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's setting this, it's, yeah. it's being in control yeah. of yeah. your plans, of your energy, of, of all of it. Like, like you don't have to say yes, just cause you were invited. Yeah. And, and then, mm-hmm. and being able to say, no, I don't want to is also okay. Like that complete yeah. sentence. Yeah. If you're like, oh shit, now, like I have to have really great answers. If I want to get out of doing anything. No, like, it's just like, no, 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 is, no, is no, a complete sentence. Yeah, no, yeah. it's a complete no, thank sentence. Thank you. I don't, I don't want to. Yeah. Well, no, thank you. Not nav- tonight. When you're navigating through tough stuff, like let's just say you're navigating through the end of a relationship or you're starting a new business or you're getting ready to like transition to a new job, right? These things require so much energy from you. And so to be able to just say to someone like to commute again, to communicate, thank you for the invitation right now. My energy is focused on these three things. So I'm going to say no to this invitation because it doesn't align with where my values are at right now, or it just doesn't align. Like I, I know for me recently, like I've had so many amazing people come into my life and want to collaborate and want to connect on Mm -hmm. calls. And it's like, I want to do all those things and my energy is put in other places right Mm -hmm. now so like like having to how do you explain that to somebody without hurting their feelings like putting yourself back in a position of power like to your point lauren of like it can still be just a no but you can say it in a way like with love like thank you and it's not in alignment right now Mm -hmm. no it's it's no and it can be scary when you first start doing that because i remember when i first started doing that i was like i'm gonna throw up because they're gonna hate me they're not my friend anymore like all those old stories of people pleasing of yes. you know being abandoned by women or your girls growing up and so it's like you know anyone listening it's like oh cute adorable i'm glad you guys can do that but like it all took us work to be able to do that yeah. like you're not just born knowing how to like 
honor yourself because we all grew up with like like doing the opposite. We're yeah. programmed to actually not say that. We're programmed to please people, to show up for people and to put others first. Like how many times do we hear like put other people first? And feel bad if yeah. you and don't. And feel bad if you don't. You're selfish if you don't. Yeah. And so anyone listening, like it, it's going to be like painful when you first do yeah. it and really uncomfortable, but it's a muscle and it's, a, it's an unlearning and then a relearning, mm-hmm. which allows you to serve both yourself and the other person mm-hmm. like equally. Are you a growing entrepreneur looking for more visibility? Do you want to stand out as the authority and expert that you are? Do you want more leads, more dream clients coming to you asking about how they can work with you? Do you want to sell out your programs and have a stacked wait list? Are you finally ready to scale your business and create more results with less effort? Then you need the PR Accelerator, a hybrid program where we will teach you or somebody on your team how to do your own public relations how to secure more podcast interviews, more media features, more speaking gigs, more collaborations, and ultimately more authoritative visibility so that you can scale your influence, your impact, and your income with ease. To learn more, visit laurensalon.com PR-accelerator. That's laurensalon.com PR-accelerator. Yeah, so if you're... Oh, yeah. if you're- practicing or getting used to saying no as well. And because obviously if, if somebody's inviting you to things and you keep saying no, like they, they likely are going to stop. So mm-hmm. even saying to them like, oh no, not right now because, or no, this week's a little, a little full for me, but please keep inviting me. I would really yes. love to do this. It just like right may now, not, not work all the time. So even putting that out there. So the other person is like, well, am I just like not getting the cues or what's going on? But like being mm-hmm. super clear with, yeah with the intention and desire for that, just not. Like or that. not, or not. Like, or yeah. like when you have those people where you like don't desire yes. for later. Yes, correct. No. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. It. You know what I'm mean? not saying like sugar, yeah, yeah. like bullshit <laughs> like, like do it, do it based, based on what, like how you want this person or these people in your life in the future. Like I've said no, and we stopped getting invited to things and I was like, yeah, that's good because I get like, you guys are gym friends. You're not like, I need to see you every single Friday, Saturday and Sunday friends, you know? And so, so just standing your ground and, and really being true to yourself. So once we have that, right? Like once we're like, all right, I've got it. I'm true to myself. I'm like putting people in my life that are energetic match. Like people have their different roles, if you will, in my life. Then how the next part is how do we then open up to to having friendships like this. Cause like we said a year ago, I know for mm-hmm. me personally a year ago, I had maybe two, three friends that actually supported what I was doing in my growth personally, um, emotionally, spiritually in my business, you know, outside of my spouse. And then now I'm, I'm like, wow, everywhere I look, I've got someone for this, someone for that. And we can do trips like this. So then how do you, how can we help people not only now that we've got like say goodbye to the people who no longer serve me, how does something like this, like this beautiful, amazing friendship how does it happen? Yeah, I mean, um, being for me, it's being the person, just like manifesting your your soulmate, being the person that you expect to receive. Because you know where where your frequency is, you're only going to get matching that. So the moment that you bring someone in that's like unmatching, you're like, oh, interesting. I did that. Like, what about me? Brought in a low vibrational person. So mm-hmm. present time, it's like, okay, how do I expect other people? energetically right for me to be a mirror to that so if that means you know being i want women around me that support me well that means i need to support them Mm -hmm. if i want only women around me that love me for me i need to love them for them like the shadows and their light Mm -hmm. side Mm -hmm. and so 
and that's a big one too, was like the shadow self of like, if, if you don't embrace your shadow self, which is like my jam, right? Like if you don't embrace your shadow self, you're only going to attract people who aren't embracing their shadow self, which means like, it's like wound city. And so like, literally like wound city. And so allowing yourself to say, okay, like if I don't, if I only want to attract women that embrace the light and the darkness that I need to make sure that I do the work to embrace the light and the darkness and you will only get those women around you. Can you go back really fast and, and explain just super quick what a shadow self is for people? Yeah, that's like your, like your, the little girl, like the, the, you know, you could even be like the slut, the, the brat, the, you know, the drama queen, the, uh, you know, jealous. Uh, yeah. Jealousy, all the things that we're told growing up to stifle and to not love about yourself because it was like icky, right? We were all grown up like, Oh, you know, just put it aside. Like, you know, shove it out of the, under the rug, which turns into disease, which turns into disease and, and so forth. And yeah, it's the pieces that we're told not to love. You actually are meant to love, like mm-hmm. meant to love, meant to heal, meant to get to the core, the core of it. Um, never get rid of it because it'll never go, no, never go away, but loving it. And then you'll get other people who also love their own wounds as a place from a gift, not a burden. Mm. I think there's also like a little bit of the story, right? So especially with women, we all hear, we definitely all heard, like it's hard to make friends as a woman, as an adult. Right. And like, that's a story that we're telling ourselves. And so for me, it was kind of like taking ownership over that story and changing the narrative and not sitting in like a victim, but why does it have to be hard to make Mm -hmm. friends as an adult? What if it was easy and what would that look like? And can I change that? And that goes back to what Mm -hmm. you were saying before, just some like inner child or like past life stuff, things that have happened. And so I would actually love to ask the group, like, what is the work that we all talk about all the time? When you say like, Mm -hmm. do the work, it's like, (laughs) can we give the listeners some tactical strategies on like, what is the work if you're working through past life stuff? Or if you are thinking about, it's hard to make friends as an adult, or it's awkward, or Mm. whatever that might look look like, what is some of the work that we can give them? Mm. I go back and I, I really think like, anytime these, these feelings come up of, love when these trucks are going by you guys they can't hear them i have the, I have the, 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 yeah. the ear the mic on um so for me personally it's like it's like when those um it's as beautiful as it sounds minus the trucks you guys um <laughs> for me personally it's like it's it's understand like the past patterns if you will of like oh you feel jealous or you feel competitive or you feel um like you're not gonna fit in you know like i, I go back and i realize like Wow, that's that was that's a common theme that's come up from the time that I was five to the time that I was fifteen to the time that I was twenty-five. And I realized that that was the common theme. And I literally go back and think to myself, where did that originate from? Mm-hmm. And I and I go back to like the shadow of like yeah. the little girl Jen of like, oh well, I didn't feel like I fit in as a little girl because my parents divorced when I was five and I was the youngest girl in the neighborhood and my I was the top really and my feet were so big. All <laughs> yes. I was like, why can I pull a men's basketball? Why do I keep kicking people I'm like, I'm like, like, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I'm like, home a men's basketball with your foot? No. no. Oh, <laughs> a story of Lauren's life right now. I would love to hear where this originated from. I'm just like, she just comes in hot, just like misunderstanding comes in hot. I'm like, stop creating stories. 
We're having you been the past you three were talking days. You were talking about the beat. You know? Never mind. Keep going. Keep going. Sorry. Well, maybe I can. I don't know. I'll try. I would be impressed. Uh, but like going back and understanding like, wow, so that's been here since yeah. I was five yes. and just trying to understand. And then like what Taylor was saying is going back and healing of like yep. time is, is not linear within yourself. And like if I had those wounds when I was five, I have those wounds now and they're playing out. And if I don't actually recognize that, you know, jealousy or feeling like I don't fit in or feeling like what you said earlier, Sam, that I'm the odd one out. Mm -hmm. If I don't go back and heal that and really do that deep work around that, then it's, it's just going to keep playing itself over and over and over and over again. Yeah. And I, I have to be responsible for going back and, and healing that part of me and realizing that that was a story. Mm -hmm. And that was something that was never mine. That's like, I just, I just picked it up as a little girl and then rewriting what that story is going to be. And those mm -hmm. like shadow things, those like digging back and seeing like, okay, where did this start? Like, where did this seed get planted that I've like carried my yes. entire life? Those things don't have to be like massive traumatic events. Like yep. it could be like something very small of like mm -hmm. in elementary so school, Barbie. Yeah, yes. raising yeah. your hand to say raising something and someone says, oh, that was a dumb answer. Yes. Like not a yep. big deal, but that sort of like tiny thing can get carried with you your whole life. So mm -hmm. these like the shadow work may not be always your most traumatic experience. Yep. Yeah. You know, it can be the little things too that you get to be like, oh, that was silly. And like, I get why little me carried on carried that the, mm -hmm. my entire life and yeah. we can also like say yeah. it's okay yeah. like, you're okay you're it's safe. easy to say like oh that wasn't a big deal and yeah. i'm always telling people there's no such thing as a too small or too big of a trauma mm -hmm. a trauma to a, a trauma is a trauma especially to a child and so when you're able to be like oh no that like that time when i didn't get invited over to the sleepover like that was the catalyst then mm -hmm. to then tons of more traumas mm -hmm. that just got worse and worse and worse but in the end it was that one yeah, little thing started. where we're always again told don't make it a big deal right mm -hmm. like it's not that big of a deal but yeah. really our little version is like that was awful yeah. that ruined my life yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> it was a really big deal yeah. Yeah. it was a really big deal so yeah. honoring it and loving those mm -hmm. big deals mm -hmm. And for me, it was more, okay, so when that whole, basically what these ladies just said, that self-reflection and all of that, then I, so I personally went into, so I, I did something drastic. I moved and I knew there's a whole nother story behind that. But basically when I was able to move and quote unquote, start over, I was in charge of designing my dream life. So yeah. I now was able to be in charge of, okay, what type of woman do I want surrounding me? Yeah. What type of friends do I want? What type of relationship do I want with my significant other? And I was able to really plan out everything. So I really wrote down what I wanted to look like, mm -hmm. what I wanted to feel like. what. I, and when you write that down, which now five years later is turned into the manuscripting journal, I was able to manifest that in yeah. my life. And I was aware of like, what am I looking for? What am I, what's the energy that I want to feel? And then everyone that yeah. I would meet and everything, if they fit, awesome. If not, then keep moving on. I think that I, I love that you yeah. shared like the list, right? Because I think we all make our list, right? As women innately, like our dream job, our dream house, our dream partner, our dream career, like our dream friends. And to Taylor's point, you, you kind of touched on this earlier is like, you have to ask yourself, am I that? Like, yep. am I the thing that I want to be? And it gives you an opportunity to look into like, okay, if I'm not that, if I'm the opposite of that, then that's what I'm going to attract into my relationship. So when you look at the relationships that you do have and the voids that are there look yep. inward and say, okay, am I that? And that's the pathway into doing, doing the work. And from a more like tactical strategic standpoint, I was given this gift from one of my coaches 
coaches, it was a timeline exercise mm. of like really going into traumas. And so she had me draw a line and from like birth mm -hmm. until present moment, put hash marks of like major moments or things that happened in my life, even if they didn't think they were traumatic, but it was like, you know, switched schools at this age. And then my parents got divorced or lost my virginity or first boyfriend or like um, fight with my best friend, like just noticing those different hash marks and then going into each one mm. and a, on a little bit of a deeper level and just like being curious about what was the impact what belief mm -hmm. did i create out mm -hmm. of that experience good or bad and noticing how from that perspective i've manifested and co-created the reality that i have in my life and when i think about female relationships and like okay you know how do okay we have this container you know we've met for this amazing mastermind how do we go deeper right how do we mm -hmm. cultivate true friendship i believe that vulnerability is the pathway to connection mm. so being willing being willing to be vulnerable in the presence of other women even if you might quote unquote get hurt or quote unquote yep. be betrayed there's a lesson in it right there's an opportunity and there's um like it creates a safe space for other people yeah. to also feel vulnerable and you have to be willing yeah. you just have to be willing to grow through that yeah. um because then it helps you see okay in this situation okay i was vulnerable i left myself open to being hurt but how, what what was the lesson for me in that relationship where was i not vocal enough with my boundaries where did i allow this person yeah. to gossip or what yeah. what energy did i allow in it's like same thing in like romantic relationships of like we have our checklist and then this person comes along and we're like high on endorphins and we actually throw the checklist out the window mm -hmm. we're like but they're so great and then yep. the things that <laughs> the things that were deal breakers were there up. from the beginning yep. but we just chose not to look at them right yeah. and then we get our hearts broken so yeah. it's the same it's the same in female yeah. relationships yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would love to hear like i love that like the embodiment of who do you need to become right mm -hmm. to attract that woman but now I hear a lot from people, well, I just don't live in an area where there's like mm. conscious women. I don't live, I live, you know, in a food desert, i.e. in the middle of nowhere where there's no healthy food, no healthy women. And so I'd love to hear from you guys on what are actionable steps that people can do to now get in the, like, yeah. they're like, okay, check off. I did the shadow work. I, I'm embodying who I want to attract. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Now what, yeah. what do I do? And you know, I'll, I'll start with my answer is, is especially with Instagram, like reach out to people that yeah. you're inspired by. Like literally people are always scared to be like rejected. Right. Which hello gift. Like I'm like the trigger queen. The moment if you're like, <laughs> I don't want to reach out to this person because they reject me. Great. Why am I being rejected? Like, why do I have that fear? Yes. Breathe through that and then reach out, like, but do it. Otherwise you can't sit around and bitch about, I just don't have any friends because they're not around me. I.e. I'm avoiding actually putting myself out there and getting rejected. So like my tangible tool is literally DM people, like send them a voice message. Don't just like text them, send them a voice message or a video. Like, hey girl, I love what you're doing. It's so much fun. I would love to get on a call yep. with you to learn more about who you are yeah. and to maybe be besties. Cause yeah. like I'm down for a new bestie. How about you? Yes. And people love that. Yes. Yeah. They love literally. it. They don't think it's weird. And if they think it's weird, that's, that's their issue. Yeah. 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 Their own journaling they <laughs> yeah. gotta do. Um, yeah. I yeah. think as we're like going into these answers too, it'd be good for everyone who's listening to know that like we all are in different areas. Yeah, for we, don't like, we, we don't live in New York. We're all over the freaking country. I think only Sam and I live in LA and then Melissa's not too far from us, but like 
And we're all like most of our friendship is virtual and then mm -hmm. these like drop-ins like all of it well mm -hmm. more regularly now with everything yeah. but yeah so we are all over the freaking map literally and so like yeah. being in close proximity physically does not have to be a barrier no or an or an it's, it's not, yeah, or an not, not yeah. Yeah, at all no, no. It's not with social media and to yeah. give one step before taylor so before yeah. you even slide into the dm be conscious of like, who are you following? Yeah. Who, yeah. Be aware of what you're consuming because the people that make you feel low vibration and the things that make you feel poorly about yourself and yes, do the work, but also you don't have to be following those people. Yeah. So yeah. find the people that do uplift you, find the people that Say do what? inspire you and like choose to follow them or mute the other people. And I think if you don't mute people on Instagram, like here's a Oof. tip for you, yeah. mute people because we do have those people, again, maybe it's from high school or college and you don't want to unfollow them because you want to be supportive of them and you don't want them to maybe get upset with you. So you can mute them um but being conscious of like what are you consuming and who are you who are you surrounding yourself with and then know that it's okay you can reach out to those people yeah. and then of course for yeah. me the next step is get in the room yeah yes. get in the room, get in the like, room. Yeah. i pay to be in the room and i have no problem yeah. saying that and i've had a lot of flack from people that tell me i pay for my friends and well i'm paying for you I'm guys i'm very yeah. happy yeah. sitting here in tulum best my, return on my ROI right? ever yeah you guys are expensive you. friends yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no I, I i agree i'm i actually have been going on a massive like on like i've unfollowed like about two thousand people on instagram yeah. the past few weeks and it's the best feeling ever because i'm like oh no you don't serve me anymore you don't serve me and like i i don't i don't care if you're if you're yeah. worried about that yeah. you just like mm -hmm. you don't you don't serve me um and so there's that and then there's also same like getting in the room i just did a post on this yesterday yesterday about like, or no, that was this morning about like all of the investments that I've made in myself. Mm -hmm. And if yep. I didn't make those investments, number one, my business wouldn't be where it's at. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be the, the human that I am, mm -hmm. but then I wouldn't have this, this group right here. Like I wouldn't have this group and then all of the other friends that I, that I get to have. So it is getting in the room. However, I've gotten in a few rooms and it took me probably to my third room to actually be like, Oh shit, I have to actually do something once yes. I get in the room. Like, out there. Okay. So I'm here like, <laughs> no, I'm not just a magnet. You're not going to just come to me like what the hell is that all about but then it's like okay so let me let me connect with these people and let me see like d does it is this a good conversation do i like this are we do we have something similar and and don't get shiny object syndrome of like oh my god well you have 50,000 followers and I don't it's like you must be someone that I need in my life it's like no mm -hmm. connect with the human beings at right. a human level and then you can worry about business later. Like I think a lot of times, at least mm -hmm. with people who are listening to my podcast that are, you guys are entrepreneurs is that we want to be like, Oh, well you're, you're here in business. I'm here in business. This should be good for business. Mm -hmm. No, we're, you guys we're human beings first. Mm -hmm. And so connecting that human being level, and have those conversations, have those deeper conversations. Melissa's gonna make a freebie. She doesn't know this yet about, about how to have good conversations with people. She's the queen. Yeah. yeah, you need to do an Instagram okay. post on there because I need it too. Um, but having those real like yeah. conversations and then connecting outside of those events and letting those blossom into into a friendship. Mm -hmm. Well, when you follow that like shiny object and you're kind of out of alignment, you end up finding yourself in the quote wrong rooms. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you're following yeah. that, you're in like the room yeah. that isn't best serving for you. So sometimes it does take getting into yeah. a couple rooms. You might be in the wrong the one, or, one yeah, or you're yeah. not ready. You're not ready yourself yeah. to, to show yourself. Yeah. Then, yeah. It, it comes down to a willingness to want to grow and evolve like a recognition that, okay, I'm in a place right now where the women in my life aren't exactly, I'm not getting exactly what I want or need. So yeah. I one have to do my own work and two, a willingness to go out and find them. And, you know, I was living in a town of 
5,000 people in upstate New York, like Whole Foods was an hour away, Target was 30 minutes away, like very, very isolated. And I fell down into this trap too of like, no one around here understands me. None of these, these aren't my people. And one, that was not true. Like looking for proof that the thing that I want exists was huge. And I actually started to find like-minded women within my community. But to your point, Jess, it was getting on an airplane, going to an event. You know, it's like a niche exercise. Like if for anybody out there that's in business, or even if you're not in business, Google, how do I know my niche? Like in business, N-I-C-H-E, niche. And the same- I think it's niche. 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 Fucking tomato, uh, tomato. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. Thanks. Anyway, (laughs) my my point is that you go through this exercise of finding massive clarity on like who your ideal client is. You can do the same thing with your ideal bestie. What are her value systems? Like, Mm. what is she interested in? What type of extracurricular activities is she doing? So if you know that your bestie is into personal development, she's really into fitness. She loves to hike and bike. Like she's into networking. She's probably not going to be at a bar mm-hmm. on a Saturday night. Right. Yeah. So go join your local CrossFit gym or, you know, go to a networking event. Like mm-hmm. even if you don't have a business, you're going to meet the type of person yeah. that you want to be around. So getting in the room yeah. is yeah. like, and meet up, like meetup.com. Meet up. Meet up. Meet up. I don't know yeah. if it exists anymore. I think Bumble yeah. actually but like, has some yeah, things. Yeah, oh, nice. There's things yeah. that like, I used to go to meetups all the time when yeah. I first moved to Washington, to DC. And I met so many people no longer yeah. like in my life, but like, it was great. It served me in that moment. And you can start your own like meet up yeah. literally yeah. for like 20 bucks. You actually be the person in your teeny tiny town. Yep. You'll be shocked on yes. like you're, it's not all about you. You're not the only one. If it like, doesn't uh, exist, create yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. That right there. It's like, it, it's that like, cause I know someone's like, Oh my God, I could never right. going back to who is the woman that you need to become yes. Yes. in She's order not to attract yep. those people. Cause I'll tell you guys, when mm-hmm. I first started getting in the rooms, I wanted to shit my pants right. getting <laughs> in the rooms. Like I was, I seriously, I was like in the hotel, like, Oh, shouldn't have signed up for this. Like, I think this was a mistake. Like my, my house is a lot more safe and comfortable than this. Mm-hmm. It wasn't comfortable. And so like starting a meetup, Yep. not comfortable joining a mastermind number one making the the actual financial investment number two showing up yeah. to it yeah. not comfortable but like that's how we grow we that's don't grow yeah. in our comfort right. and so those of you who are like oh this doesn't feel good well then go back to step one and go back and do the the inner work around why doesn't this feel comfortable and then mm-hmm. take those leaps anyway because none of us were like oh yeah this is great i'm just gonna yeah. walk into this room and meet all my Love best it. friends yeah. like this is why i'm here it doesn't feel comfortable. And that's, that's really actually your indicator of this is exactly where I need to be. And this is exactly yeah. what I need to do moving forward. So if it's setting the DM, if it's joining the mastermind, if it's doing something in your hometown, if your gut is telling you to do it, you congratulations. Want to throw up or poop your pants, you're going the right direction. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Like, it's time to do it. We were talking about conversation topics and stuff like that and things that can be, cause I know so many people like hate networking events and like that sort of thing. But having a few good questions yes. in your back pocket to ask new people that you meet, you know, that are going to elicit a thoughtful conversation, not just like, oh, hey, what do you do? The where worst you question like, ever. You know, like, you do? Ask, do you like, ask, like, oh my like God. I love, where are you from? I love asking yeah. people like, what's, what's something in your life right now that you're super excited about? Yeah. Cause you get somebody one. talking about something they love and you get to see that excitement and like, they're going to feel good talking to you about yes. that. So I like, what's your biggest fear? Ooh, Taylor. Yes. Taylor's like, Taylor, right. Rich, open. Hi, my name's Taylor. What's your biggest fear? What would you not tell a stranger that you would be terrified to tell a stranger? I love it. I love it. I love it. And they're like, oh my God. 
I love asking, what are you celebrating right now? Yeah, yeah you do. That's so a good That's your that go-to. I like butter them up first. Yeah. And then I'll be like, okay, and what are you terrified? Yeah. I'm like, let's <laughs> cry. Yeah. Let's cry. When's the last well, time you cried? But with, <laughs> like, with that, it's like you can't expect to have like a real authentic deep connection if you're not willing to have real authentic right deep yeah. conversations. Go right there. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. just go right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, that's, that's really been it. Yeah, that's and you can check them magical. off the list if they don't meet you there yeah. in that deep conversation. Yeah. It's like, oh, noted. Okay, we're going to okay. talk about the weather, and then I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great conversation. And you, yeah, and noted. you still have those, like, you can still have a relationship with those people. You sure. know, you, like, you should be building, if you want to go, like, legit strategies, tactical side of, like, you should have a relationship capital. You yes. should know a lot of different people to, ha- you know, to, yeah. to expand your network. However, when you're really trying to find those deep, authentic, like, real friendships, that's really, yeah. that's what it takes. Yeah. And you can Google conversation starters, by the way. Yeah. Just, I mean, we just DM Melissa. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Add the Melissa Martin, slide in there, girl. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be your bestie. She'll give you know, like, questions. seriously, like, you can just Google. Yeah. Like, like I, I think people forget that YouTube and Google exist. And, like, mm. you can get a fucking master's degree by YouTubing things. Well, there's like a so, box. It's called, I got it as a gift or something. I oh, yeah. How about, we, got it, we got it at event love. Yes. And, and I took it to my retreat. Like, at dinner, they'd all be upside down. And they had to flip it over, ask the question, and then each person answer it the next person would mm, go yeah that answer there's like an actual thing it's called like yeah conversation cube i think or something so. like that yeah. yeah or keep you wait pocket. yeah <laughs> yeah and pull on out literally keeping your purse yeah, yeah. hello yeah. stranger ask yes. me this yeah. question yeah or mm-hmm. wait until um light pink drink comes out and yeah. start yeah. to, to buy cans. that because yeah. Yeah. yeah they're right on the can they lori are. harder is the ultimate like curator oh tribe called bliss if you yeah. need a yeah. book get lori's mm-hmm. book on how to cultivate deep relationships with women absolutely absolutely love it I love it. Yeah, that's it, you guys. That's how we. That's how we're here. That's how we, we found each other. We've we've all connected. We've grown and we've been open and we've done that deep work to really be able to have a real, real connections. And there's an intention yeah. behind it. We, yeah. we so make intentional time to do trips together, to connect, to hop on Zoom, yeah. to support each other, to check in. Like yeah. that's yep. Yeah, this this trip looks like paradise and it's amazing and it is. However, I'm in the middle of selling my house with my husband. I'm in the middle of of packing up our home and, and mm-hmm. moving into an RV as are you and Same. you know there's mm-hmm. there's this there's never the perfect time for the trip or the perfect time for the Zoom call but it's you not- Luck. No, yeah. it's not like it's, it's intentional work, and we continue to do the work also because yes. you said like we did the work. We're still it doesn't doing ever, the work. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. Matter. No. yeah. That's a lot of our conversation actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's it. I love so, it. So be it. So um, you guys can follow all of us down below. All of our grams are down there. Some of our text lists, our texting numbers are down there. Mm-hmm. Um, so go find us and. We're all just sending you all the love and all the vibes because if you long for and you really are, are searching, if you will, for something like this, then it's right around the corner. So yeah. do the work, put yourself yeah. in the rooms, have the conversations, have, make the connections, and we're excited to watch you find your your tribe and your thanks, people. Thanks for hanging out with thanks us, man. So fun. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Bye. I, I think it's only fitting that we say adios. 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 Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode and if you know of somebody else who is bold, successful, and unapologetically owning their unique magic while they make a big impact in the world, please send them my way. And it would also mean the world to me if you help me get this message out to as many listeners as possible. So if you liked what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you would please take 30 seconds to leave a five-star rating, write a quick review, and share this episode with your friends. Be sure to tag me so that I can say thank you. And until the next episode, keep showing up, keep using your voice and keep 
being you because the world needs more of your magic.